Let me just give you a little bit of context into the book of Proverbs before we read today. The author of the majority, now we'll see a couple authors later in the book, but the author of the book of Proverbs is a man named Solomon. Solomon is the son of King David. King David was a man of war. His son Solomon was a man of thought. Solomon was good in battle. I mean, David was good in battle, but Solomon was good in writing. In fact, Solomon gives us three books of the Bible that most people love. They're all the poetic books. He gives us the book of Song of Solomon, which most believe that he wrote while he was young and passionate and romantic. But you all know that fades away a little bit. Kidding, Julie, I'm kidding. And then he gives us the book of Proverbs. Proverbs when he's, I'm just having fun here today. The book of Proverbs when he's in his prime, when he's probably healthy and strong. In fact, the book of Proverbs is a collection of a collection. It's almost like saying it's this artist's best of CD or, well, we don't have CDs anymore. That didn't work. Okay, it, it's, a, it's a collection of a collection. And then he gives us, lastly, the book of Ecclesiastes. Most believe that he wrote Ecclesiastes in his old age when he was cynical and he was kind of like, ah, oh, this didn't work out. And if you read the book of Ecclesiastes, it's kind of depressing. So Song of Solomon when he's young, Proverbs in his prime, and then Ecclesiastes when he's old. Bible says, God says of this man Solomon. Again, he's King David's son. His dad is King David. Solomon, the son, God says in 1 Kings 3, there has never been and there will never be someone as wise as Solomon. He's the embodiment of wisdom. In fact, this is kind of crazy. Solomon takes over as the king of Israel at age 20. This is kind of crazy because yesterday uh, we saw at 19 years of age, LaMelo Ball over at the Charlotte Hornets. He became the youngest person in the history of the NBA to get a triple-double. He's 19 years old, gets a triple-double. It's unbelievable. Imagine a 20-year-old as the king of millions. He's 20. He's a king. And the Bible says while Solomon ruled, they never had more peace in the history of their nation, and they never gained more real estate. So under Solomon's rule was peace and prosperity. Why? Because he's wise. He's got wisdom. He's got wisdom beyond his years. In fact, the Bible says that if you read these Proverbs, you'll become smarter than your teachers. You'll become so wise. This is who Solomon was. And Solomon writes to, well, he's writing to his kids, but he's writing to a general audience. And he's writing about the themes of life, the themes of the, the law of opposites, the contrast. Let me just show you some themes that are here in the book of Proverbs. How about this? The theme of wisdom versus folly, goodwill versus anger, good versus evil, prosperity versus poverty, permanence versus transience, friend versus enemy, fidelity versus adultery, peace versus violence, righteousness versus wickedness, life versus death, honor versus dishonor, truth versus falsehood, prudence versus rashness, and God versus man. This is, he's writing about all these things that you face in life. And here's the difference between good and evil. Righteousness versus wickedness. This is what it means to be faithful in your marriage versus adultery. This is what it looks to be prudent. This is what it looks to be rash. This is, and he's just painting a picture of what wisdom looks like. Now, I don't know about you. Coming into this year, I need more wisdom. Anybody else? I'm not walking around like, yo, I know it all, have it all, am it all, I've arrived, I've got it figured out. No, as a parent, I need wisdom. As a pastor, I need wisdom. As a person, I need wisdom. Anybody else need wisdom today? Come on, clap if you, I need some wisdom. So he's writing the themes. And I also just want to show you what Proverbs is and what Proverbs isn't. 
put it there in the lower third proverbs is not a prosperity pamphlet it is not an how to succeed handbook so this is not a book that's written you will be successful this is for prosperity this is not what it's not that that's not what it's not but this is what it is proverbs is how to order your values which leads to character which leads to wholeness which leads to satisfaction so watch the order of the book of proverbs it will show you how to put your values in order which leads to character character leads to wholeness the word integrity is so valuable today integrity is wholeness integral there's nothing missing so values to character character to wholeness and wholeness to satisfaction you will be not satisfied if you live in compromise you will not be satisfied if you do whatever you want you will have satisfaction if you got great values great character great wholeness and you'll be completely satisfied in life and so come on clap if you're excited to get your values and he's teaching you values 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 your life is led by values lived by values you have values whether you realize it or not whether you like to acknowledge it or not you're living by values your values he's teaching you how to have great values now most people would say well we're reading the book of proverbs and jesus in in proverbs how can we read a book in the bible and jesus ain't even in this book well he is he is he 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 most certainly is the old testament is the new testament concealed and the new testament is the old testament revealed so he is in there you just have to understand that in this book he is the voice of wisdom jesus is the embodiment of wisdom he in the holy spirit gives us his wisdom in fact let me just read and show you together what how jesus fulfilled this wisdom oh wisdom is this obedience to god love right behavior patience reliability humility diligence to perception of things as they really are all of these are perfectly illustrated in the savior so jesus came in the new testament and he embodied the voice of wisdom that you'll read in proverbs so when wisdom speaks as you're reading it this week as you're reading it this month 21 days when wisdom talks back like, oh that's jesus jesus is talking to me because jesus is wisdom he is the fulfillment and the completion of wisdom jesus has so much wisdom when god went to go make the heavens and the earth and make everything wisdom was there which means jesus was there you understand what i'm saying jesus is wisdom so i want to make sure you understand that the holy spirit is here jesus is here and the father's wisdom is here we are going to get the themes right we're going to get our values right which will lead to character and wholeness and satisfaction you're gonna walk around this week being like man i'm hungry but i'm satisfied i feel hangry but i'm satisfied i feel angry at life but i'm satisfied because that's what happens when you get your values right you get your character right you get wholeness and you get satisfaction amen i think in 2021 you could use a little bit more satisfaction and it will not come from cabo it will not come from a promotion it will not come from more money most people get more stuff and they're not satisfied because satisfaction comes from values character wholeness and living right amen okay let's read together thank you so much koi fusion we'll bring you back here in a little bit proverbs chapter one verse number two that's just for the mc right there okay proverbs chapter one now he's given us the point of the whole book of proverbs within these sayings will be found the revelation of wisdom and the impartation of spiritual understanding use them as keys to unlock the treasures of true knowledge 
Those who cling to these words will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom in every relationship and to choose what is right and just and fair. These proverbs will give you great skill to teach the immature and make them wise, to give youth the understanding of their design and their destiny. Did you see that? To give youth the understanding of their unique design and their destiny. I, I got to be honest, my five-year-old Mavi, he is, he is an artist. He is, he's got more joy than you could ever imagine. He's got people's skills oozing out of him. And I'm just looking at this kid like, it is my responsibility to teach him his design and appoint him in his destiny. As a father, I've got to shoot these arrows out. I'm raising them up, not to hold them in my house, but to shoot as a parent, shoot my arrows, which are my children into the world. And I've got to give them their unique design and their unique destiny. He says, if you read this, you'll understand design and destiny. Oh, come on. You ought to clap right there. That, we already preaching and we just reading right now. Unique design and destiny. Go to verse five. For the wise, these proverbs will make you even wiser. And to those with discernment, you will be able to acquire brilliant strategies for leadership. Woo! These kingdom revelations will break open your understanding to unveil the deeper meaning of parables. Hold on, let's just stop it. These, these kingdom revelations will break open your understanding. I was thinking about when I, when I was growing up as a kid, Christmas for, uh, for us, we'd always celebrate Christmas in our house, and then we'd get into my, my mom and dad's car, and we'd drive about two-hour drive down to Renton, down to Renton, Washington. We'd go to my grandmother's house. We'd spend a few hours there. You know, we couldn't stand it too long. About three, four hours there, and then we'd drive over to Yakima, Washington. So we'd go from our house down to Renton, and then we'd go over to Yakima, Yakima Vegas, okay? But when we get to Renton, I'll never forget every Christmas, my grandmother, she had um, she, this tool to break nuts. She had walnuts and, and all these... Uh, what, other nuts i don't know the names of them almonds i don't know and and i just remember being a kid i could never figure out how to get that tool perfectly and maybe i just wasn't strong enough but i try and crack that thing open it's just like and i just take the nut and the tool to my dad dad can you do it for me like i just i'm not that sophisticated okay but but the bible's saying here when you study proverbs it will break open your understanding where maybe your mind's been closed and you don't get life, you don't get situation, you don't get marriage, you don't get, and, and just boom. 2021, let's break open your understanding. I love that. It will break open your understanding to unveil the deeper meaning of parables, poetic riddles, and epigrams, and to unravel the words and enigmas of the wise. Maybe you just hear like, I'm simple, man. I'm just, I don't know about you. I'm just a simple dude. I grew up on an island in Washington, people. I'm just a simple dude. But when you read the book of Proverbs, elevate your thinking and breaks it open to understand, whoa, I understand what life is really about. I value prudence. I value wisdom. I value fidelity. I value, and all of a sudden you get your values right which means you get your character right. It means you live by wholesome. And then all of a sudden, you're satisfied. It is not about you becoming smarter. It is about you understanding what the theme of life is really about. It's good versus evil. It's God versus man. It is poverty versus prosperity. And how do I get my values correct? Amen to that. Let me pray over you. Jesus, I thank you that our church and every person that's streaming it right now this year break open our understanding to understand 
truly what wisdom is. We love you. We worship you, Jesus. We find you in Proverbs. Shout into our ears the direction, the prophetic direction you have for our lives. In Jesus' name, and everybody said together, Amen. Write down the title of today's message. is called, Pay Attention, This is Happening in Real Time. You need to pay attention. This is happening in real time. I don't know how 2020 uh, ended for you and how 2021 has begun, but 2020 ended with us taking our son to urgent care, and 2021 started with two more trips to urgent care. And I'm just like, we're just an urgent care family. Having three boys, we just, we all going to do this week? Probably go to urgent care. And, and, the, and the first trip we took, we, 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 we were over in Hawaii for Christmas vacation. I was preaching at church over there. And, and so we brought our kids. This, this is when they love ministry. And so we brought our kids to Hawaii to suffer for the gospel. And, um, and, and, and the first day in the sun, we were at this restaurant. And my Mavi boy, my five-year-old, the, the artist, he, he, he's like, I, I got a headache. I got a headache. And then just boom, fell asleep. And, and, and his mother and I, two God-fearing individuals, we looked at each other. We're like, what do we do? We're just kind of watching him, and he's not waking up. And I'm like, in my, head, in my head, I'm like, this is happening in real time. I'm like, I'm not playing any games. I don't know what just happened. I don't know what's going on with him. We're in a different state. I'm getting right in the car. I'm taking him right to urgent care because I need to pay attention to my kid. And this, situ- this is happening in real time. This is happening. I want to just encourage you, your life right now, what you're facing, what's going on in your world, what's going on in your home, this is happening in real time. You need to be alert right now. You need to be, as the kids say, woke right now. You need to understand this is happening in real time, and we want to be wise. We want to have insight. We want to understand. We want to see what's really going on, what's really happening here. Pay attention. I just 21 days of prayer and fasting is to get all that stuff out of us so we can be woke to what's in us. What's God, what are you saying to me? What do you want me to do? Who do you want me to be? Pay attention. This is happening in real time. So he starts Proverbs chapter 1, and the first thing that he says to his son and to us today is the reason, the purpose for Proverbs. Write it down. It's three things. The purpose for Proverbs is this. It is wisdom, understanding, and discernment. He's saying, I, I just want you to understand the reason why I write this. In fact, let me just, just, just encourage you is that, that the reason why I'm writing this is because I want you to break open your understanding. The reason why I want this is because I don't want you to be a simpleton. I don't want you to just live simply. I want you to have an ability to have discernment. This is evil. This is going to destroy me. This is witchcraft. This is duplistic. This is deviant. This is going to destroy me my future. I need you to discern this is not a good person for me to be around. This is not going to just help me in my future. I needed this is what God says. This is understanding what really life is about. It's the purpose for Proverbs is the first thing that he says. Go back to the beginning. He says within these will be found revelation of wisdom, the impartation of spiritual understanding. Verse 3, those who cling to these words will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom in every relationship and to choose what is right and just and fair to choose what is right 
and just and fair. So he starts this letter off, this book off, this collection of collections. And he says, I just want you to know why I'm doing this. I am writing to you so that you would have great wisdom, great understanding, and that you would have great discernment. I pray over this year, over your life, you have great wisdom, great understanding, and you have great discernment. I just always love being around people that have great discernment. I just always, I was, I was with someone recently and they were telling me a story about a situation. They kind of didn't know what to do. And they called a man, they called a friend of great discernment. And they said, what do I do about this situation? This person, because of their wisdom, was able to discern the actions for this person to take. I just always believe this. A mentor walks through the door when a student is ready to learn. What we're really starting to do is just position ourselves. I need, I need more understanding. I really need more wisdom here. I need more discernment on what to say and what not to say. How to handle this conflict. How to handle my money. How to handle the situation. How to handle what happened in America. I need great discernment, great understanding, and great wisdom. So the purpose for the book of Proverbs is to give you what you want. To give you what you need. Come on, clap today if you're saying... 2021, I want a little bit more wisdom, a little bit more understanding, and a little bit more discernment. So he says, listen, this is the purpose, and I want to tell you where it all starts. So my motive of writing this is wisdom, understanding, and discernment. This is my intention. I want you to read all these Proverbs so you have great wisdom, great understanding, great discernment. This is the, but, but I want to tell you the baseline, the foundation. He says, listen, it all starts here. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In fact, write that down. Write down number two today. It all starts with the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 1 verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Let me just read a definition of the fear of the Lord. Watch this. Put on the lower third. The fear of the Lord. It is not the terror of tyrant. It is not being afraid, but the kind of awe and respect which will lead to obedience to him who is the wisest of all. It is the secret of obtaining genuine wisdom. So when the Bible says, here's the baseline, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We think right away when we see fear, we are afraid of God. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh God. You ever be like, hey man, you should come to church. You try and invite somebody to church. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh man. If I came into church, whole place burned down. If I came to church, lightning strike. Oh, oh. Fear of God. Whoa, don't you. I'm so afraid. That's not the fear of God. God is a father. God is loving. God is kind. He is gracious. He is not a fear monger. He is not up in heaven walking the banister like, ooh, I oughta. Ooh, just if, ooh, if you let me down there, ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you. It's not God. That's weird. That is weird. The fear of the Lord has to do with awe and wonder and respect and going, God, you are so good and you are so awesome and you are so mighty and you are so gracious and so kind and this is how I get true wisdom. This is how I get genuine wisdom as I posture myself in reverence. 
in mighty reverence of a mighty God. God, I, I think you're the best. I think you're the, you are the only true God. There is no God like my God. God, I want your direction. I want your understanding. I want your ways. I want your past. I want your promises. God, I just posture my life in awe and reverence. I'll never forget when I was a youth pastor one time. I used to meet up at Starbucks back when Starbucks were open. I used to meet up at Starbucks before school at like six in the morning with high school students to disciple them how to read the Bible. And never forget, we, you know, we get 30, 40 kids in a Starbucks at six, six, 30 in the morning. We'd be studying the Bible. It was the best time. I loved it so much. And never forget one morning, we got a whole bunch of kids and they're all reading the Bible. Bibles are open. Journals are open. And we got our coffees and we're reading the Bible. And this one kid looked at me. He's like the captain of his football team kind of kid. He looked at me. We're reading through. Maybe we're in the book of Proverbs. But he looked at me. He's like, hey, Pastor Chad. This is awesome. Can you pray for me? And I'm like, I know who he is. So I'm like, oh, bro, for sure. I'll pr- I will pray for you. He's like, no, no, no. You're being funny. Can you pray for me? He's like, I'm reading right here how it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And will you pray that I fear God more? I don't have any fear of God. And I thought to myself, maybe the reason why you think that you don't have any fear of God is because you think you need to fear God. I said, hey, let me ask you a question. Do you respect God? Oh, completely. Do, do, you, do you stand in awe of God? A hundred percent. I said, well, then you fear God. Because the Bible's not trying to teach you to be so afraid. Oh, he's watching. Oh, he's going to get me. Oh, he knows everything I'm going to do. Oh, he just, oh, he's just, he's going to take me out. No, it's not God. But we need to increase in your life in the awe in the wonder of the God that created the heavens and the earth, the God that hung stars, the God that said, let there be light, the God that decided every animal and every creature, the God that created man and woman. I am in awe of the wonder of the majesty and the splendor of who you are. I'm in awe of the cross. I'm in awe of the blood. I'm in awe of grace. I'm in awe of heaven. I'm in awe of the end days. Come on, let's increase this year in 2020. Not in fear of God, but in reverence of God. So he says, son, this is the purpose of why I'm writing. I'm writing that you get wisdom, understanding, and discernment. And I want to tell you the baseline, the foundation of all this is that you live in awe of God. One, if you live with that, you'll get genuine wisdom. You'll get true wisdom. You don't have awe of God. Do you don't listen to Twitter and you'll read this news magazine and this author and this podcast and this politics and you'd be in awe of them. No, increase your reverence to God. That's the foundation of wisdom, genuine wisdom. And then he continues on and watch what he says to his son. Write down number three. Life is all about choices. He says to his son, I need you to understand this, man. I'm writing, you get wisdom, understanding, and discernment. Here's the baseline. And just, son, you need to know that life is about decisions. Life is all about choices. In fact, watch here in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths, for their feet run to evil. The next section he writes is all about, he says, son, there's going to be some people that try and lure you and seduce you, and they're going to try and get you to do their thing and go their way and act a fool. He says, son, you have a decision to make. You can have feet that go to evil, or you can have feet that run to good. You make a decision. Let's just be honest. Stop blaming God for the decisions you made. 
Stop acting like God's the bad guy when it was choices you decided to make. I decided to go there. I decided to do that. I decided to invest there. It wasn't God that made you. Life is about choices. All, I'm telling you, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, God's like, decide. I love Joshua. Joshua's like, hey, choose this day who you're going to serve. Whether it be the gods over there or over there. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He's saying, listen, it's a decision, man. You can choose that God, this God, that path, that guru. As for me and my house, we're serving God. Oh, I love Deuteronomy. Watch Deuteronomy 30. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. What's the Bible saying? It's about a decision. Choose. You're like in The Bachelor, but you're not. It's for all the Bachelor fans that are writing. Everybody's like puts roses in the chat. They're like, I love it. I can't wait for Monday. It's weird. You need wisdom. You need wisdom. Praying for wisdom for Kevin or whoever the person is. No, no. Pray for you. Pray for you for the, to get wisdom to stop watching that show. God's so good. God's like, hey, you, you just choose. You choose life or death. What do you want? Blessing or cursing? Choose wisely. Choose. It's a decision. Jesus preaches one time. He preaches so good. He's, uh, it's an amazing sermon. He preaches so good that half of his crowd stopped following him. What a message. And he looks at his guys and he goes, hey, do you want to choose to stop following me as well? And Peter looks at Jesus and he's like, where are we going to go? Only you have the keys to everlasting life. We choose to follow you. Life is about choices. The decisions that you make today will determine the destiny you walk in tomorrow. You've got to start making decisions. If I were you, I would increase your decision-making skills. Do you have the decision-making skills to set your life up for your unique design and your unique destiny? It's about choices, and that's why we need wisdom to make great choices. We need understanding that breaks open our mind to make great choices. We need discernment for great decisions. Life is full of decisions. I know you don't want to make choices. You don't have a choice. you got to make a choice. We have to make decisions between all the things, good and evil, righteousness and wickedness. We have to choose which path we're going to walk on. And so as a good father, Solomon writes to his kids. He writes to us and he says, guys, you just, you got to make a decision. If somebody comes along the path and is like, come here, do this. Let's go down there. He's like, ah, my son, please don't do this because it will destroy your future. If you make the choice to go down that path, it is full with, with barrenness and destruction and hurt and regret and pain so why don't we just choose the path of peace why don't we choose the path of righteousness and, and, and so and so that's why i love that he writes this he's like listen here's the whole point of why i'm writing wisdom under understanding and discernment here's the point and it starts here fear of the lord you got to get great fear great raw awe and reverence and wonder of who god is and son as you do that it's going to allow you to not go with them but to come with me you don't don't, don't go down their path go down god's path it, it's a narrow road narrow it's a narrow gate but i'm telling you, if you choose the jesus thing you're gonna live a life of oh, oh what is it values character wholeness and satisfaction and then he ends the whole thing and here comes the holy spirit and the holy spirit enters in the end of chapter one and the holy spirit's like hey i just want to let you know i have been calling out to you I love, you know, uh, shopping in the holidays because, you, you know, even in, in L.A., you know, the outdoor malls were open. 
man, you know, we kind of get lost, you know, in, you know, in, in H&M or a Zara. You know, all of our kids are wearing masks, and, and Julie's, we all got our masks on. We're shopping outside. And if I lose my family, I've got a great whistle. I've got a pretty good – all my boys try and do my whistle. It's a dad whistle. And they try and do, the, do my whistle. It's like, oh, you know, they can't do it. Like, but I got a good dad whistle. I won't do it because it will hurt your ears through the microphone. But I got a strong dad whistle, okay? I got a good – I got to like – if I, we get lost – okay, I just took the microphone away a little bit. You can hear my – do you want – Y'all want to hear my dad whistle? This is my dad. Allie knows. This is my dad whistle, okay? That's pretty strong. It's pretty strong, right? So, that, I mean, that's, like, if you're in H&M and you shopping for a pink sweater and you hear that, you, like, you know, that's, that's, that, that's dad calling. The Holy Spirit at the end of Proverbs 1 is like, I'm calling your name. I am calling out to you. Pay attention. This is happening in real time. The Holy Spirit at the end just starts shouting. Hey, don't do this. Just, just worship to keyboard. At least Koi Fusion, come up. Watch Proverbs 1, 23. Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered. Do you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? I kept calling you and calling you and calling you, and you kept hitting the red button and the red button and the red button. I kept texting you, Blue, 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 blue. And there was no reply on the other end. And the Holy Spirit at the end is like, I was trying so hard to get you to pay attention because I wanted to give you wisdom and understanding and discernment. And I want to give you value so you could have character and wholeness and satisfaction. I want to give you abundance. Oh, 2021. Why don't you listen to the Holy Spirit? Why don't you listen to wisdom? Why don't you put down the distractions and say, I don't need your opinion, and I don't need your voice, and I don't need what you say, and I don't need more Fox News, CNN, Huffington Post, I need more of God. You know, when, when, when the Holy Spirit is done talking here, he said, you ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered. He gets kind of, he kind of gets... I, I, I can't think of another time in all of the Bible where the Holy Spirit speaks like this. He says, then you will call to me and I will laugh at your calamity. <laughs> he said, you'll fall and you'll be destroyed and you'll be at the bottom and you'll, you'll call out to me and I'll have to look at you and say, my man, I tried to tell you this. This is what I was saying. But you wouldn't pick up my call, would you? You, 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 you couldn't, you couldn't, <laughs> You couldn't subject yourself to anyone else's opinion but your own. You wouldn't listen, would you? I would rather listen to the Holy Spirit the first time and obey God's voice. By the way, the greatest form of worship that you could bring to God in 2021, the greatest form of worship you can bring in 2021, it is not your hands raised. It is not your voice being lifted loud. It is not even your money. The greatest form of obedience you could bring to God a form of worship you can bring to God in 2021 is obedience. 
Obedience is greater than any sacrifice. And the Holy Spirit's like, I've been calling your name. I've been, I've been talking to you. I've been, I've been saying, hey, you need to knock that off. Hey, hey, we really got to address this. Hey, you really, you really got to just talk to somebody about this, don't you? Hey, you know, if we don't, if we don't change some things, you're gonna, you're gonna fall. You're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna be bad. This is gonna affect your legacy. This is gonna affect your family. This is gonna affect your kids. This is gonna affect your future. No, make no mistake about it, son. You have a unique design and an incredible destiny, but you will compromise and you will forfeit these two things if you don't listen to my voice. See what Proverbs is saying to us? And how do we get true wisdom? It is not just by reading. It is by receiving. See, the Holy Spirit is not here to teach us what is in Proverbs. But Proverbs is here to teach us what the Holy Spirit is saying. And the Holy Spirit is saying to us in 2021, pay attention, pay attention, please pay attention. This is happening in real time. And this is not something like when my son, we were in the restaurant, my son's like, oh, I got this headache and I, I just, and just boom, he falls asleep. I wasn't like, oh, he's fine. It'll be good. He's okay. He's just silly guy. <laughs> Let's just eat. Let's just have fun with our friends. He's <laughs> like, no, this is happening. There's things happening right now in your home, in your life, in your character, in real time. Pay attention. Because wisdom is calling your name. Wisdom is calling out in the streets. Wisdom is saying to you right now, today, will you listen? Will you adhere? Will you go down a path that will lead to fruitfulness? Will you go down a path that I've promised everlasting life? See, I love that Jesus is the fulfillment and the completion of wisdom because Jesus came completely obedient to the Father, full of love, humility, patience, reliance upon God. Jesus did live in the awe and the wonder of his Father. It was Jesus that was fully wise because Jesus said, I don't do anything or say anything unless the Father tells me to do it. See, the reason why you need 21 days of prayer and fasting is you need to get that back in your life of going like, I only live to please God. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to do anything. This is what God wants. I'm not stepping out into my own plan. I'm stepping in God's plan. And I need, I need to just listen to what God's saying. Because you know what? Maybe 2020, you're like, I'm not satisfied. I just feel so devastated and destroyed and upset. And I got so many complaints about 2020. It's all right. It's a new year. Same thing. We're still in a pandemic. There's still unemployment. There's still the vaccine. There's still political unrest. We're still in civil unrest. It's still the same. Are you going to continue to live unsatisfied? Because the only way you can get satisfaction is by getting your values right and getting your character right and getting wholeness in your life so you can be satisfied. It's not external, man. It's internal. Proverbs is calling out to us. Receive wisdom. Receive understanding. Receive discernment. I have laid out a path for you. And if you will start with the baseline of the fear of the Lord, I promise you, your life will start to grow and flourish and explode. And the Holy Spirit will call out to you and say, hey, hey, do not go with them. Do not go down that path. I'm calling out to you. Don't wait till it's too late. Listen now. 2021 is about you being obedient to the Holy Spirit, obedient to the voice of wisdom. Pay attention. This is happening in real time. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.